The word maximize, make as large or great as possible or to make the best use of. Maybe you're feeling stuck, possibly needing a new direction or just need a little motivation to move the needle in your life to get you to the next level and to make the most of your relationships, business, success, and life itself. Well, that's you. Buckle up, strap in, and get ready. The Wolf and the Captain are about to maximize you. Here we are, Maximize You Podcast. How's it going, man? Going great, my friend. It's the wolf. And the captain. How are you doing today, folks? Yeah, how you doing? Doing great, my friend. <laughs> great. It's beautiful. Weather's been beautiful lately. It has. Right here in South Louisiana, this is my favorite time of the year. It is. I would just like to take and bottle this up, put it on Amazon, sell it. I'm sure we can make a fortune. Cha-ching. Hey, that's the next idea we're going to come up with after the podcast, right? Hey, I mean, people have sold rocks and potatoes. I think we could probably sell South Louisiana Air. I don't know how you patent that, but <laughs> I'm going to try. I like that idea. So today we're talking about, we're going to start off our show with a health and fitness mindset and thought process here. All right. We've uh, kind of plotted out our ideas on our topics over here with probably at least the next nine months or so. Health and fitness, leadership personal development, money, some sales marketing, relationships, speaking, dynamic presentations, customer service, and some management stuff. Over nine months? Well. Would you say we're birthing ideas? We are birthing ideas. Oh my ideas. gosh, can't take him anywhere. <laughs> Got a lot of good stuff though, Wolf. Got you. But today we're going to really focus the health and fitness, but we really want to narrow down to what I kind of call brain health, mental health. Yeah. I'm not talking about, you know, challenging mental problems, but I do think that in the health and wellness area, there's not enough talked about on mental health from the standpoint of keeping your brain healthy, yeah, keeping your mind healthy. right? And I think there's a lot of things that we can do personally to really keep that, you know, in that right framework, but it does take effort and action, much like everything in life. Does. Well, you know, if you, we're in, in, this, in this segment over the next few episodes we're talking about mind and body and one of the things when it comes to a healthy body i think we all probably know most of us or maybe a lot of us take for granted but i think we all know that in order to have a healthy body you have to exercise it you have to go either to the gym get out and go to walk you got to feed it the right way but i would venture to guess that a lot of folks they don't think about keeping a healthy mind and again we're not talking about disorders or anything we're talking about just everyday mental clarity and staying sharp and, right. and, and being and being the best person you can be, not only physically, but you also have to have your mind. And I heard a story one time and I and I don't I think it was Teddy Roosevelt, President Teddy Roosevelt, who oh, that, way back here, that man, I'm going old school. I hit the rewind button. That dude was a man's man. I mean, he he just had this really great background. He was a rough rider, he was a judo expert. Uh, of course he was president of the United States. Um, but he was known as a man's man. But I, I believe that I heard it say, uh, heard it said that when he was growing up, though he he wasn't so strong. That's true. And his father, true. his right father now. spoke as fathers often do. He spoke truth in a, in a young Teddy, and he said, "You know what? You know you 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 got to have you got to have your body, but you got to have your mind also. You know you got you know the and someone else once said, you know y- y- your mind, you need your body to take your mind with you. You know." But you got to keep the mind sharp because otherwise you're just you're just a shell. Absolutely, so, it's so, interesting. You mentioned uh, 
you have to work out your body and you have to exercise your body, we eat and well. I agree thing that we also have to exercise our mind. Absolutely. You know, so what are some ways that we do that, Scott? Well, I'll tell you, Richard, there and there are things and let, let me and before we get to that, let me ask you sure. a question. Um you, know, you talk about sharpness. You know, what if you think about yourself, what what keeps you or or when do you find yourself the most sharp? Well, Scott, when you ask me that, I think of two different things. I think of number one kind of what is my personal rhythm? You know, as we know, we're all, we have a peak performance state at different times of the day, typically, you know, maybe mid-morning for a lot of people. Sure. Some folks may have another resurgent mid to late afternoon. You know, and if you're eating right, you don't have that that food coma after lunch. So that Uh, that does, if you can stay away from that, you're doing well, right? So good. I know, a good nap after (laughs) lunch is not bad sometimes. But I think of that, number one, is, you know, what is my... Prefer, preferred performance state. You know, is it mid-morning? I pretty much prefer to find early morning for myself. I mean, I'll get sure. up probably between 6 and 7-ish, you know, if I can get some good reading in early in the morning, you know, whether it's my Bible, you know, a couple of books that I'm reading currently going through and, and really keeping my mind sharp with some good new information to make me think differently. But then the other pieces at work, you know, what's the best times of the day when I'm at my best performance when I'm sitting across the table from someone yeah. talking about my product? You know, and that's another thing, which that could be, you know, mid-morning to probably middle of the afternoon. And then probably four o'clock and on, I'm kind of tapering down a little bit, you know. So I think that's the first thing that I think about. Second thing from sharpness, I guess, is kind of like we were just talking, is how do I exercise my mind to keep it sharp? I believe feeding it the good things. You know, personally, I'm, I'm kind of a YouTube freak. I'm sure there's a lot of them out there, but I look for the good motivational videos that are talking about the things that I know I need some help with. You know, sometimes it's the self-discipline areas. Sometimes it's, you know, information about sleeping better. You know, and it kind of changes from week to week, month to month. But I kind of look at and focus on those things to see what is it that I can help keep myself at the top of my game or begin to push myself to the next level. Sure. That's really what I do for the most part. Of course, podcasts. I'm always looking for good podcasts with good information. Just different, different ideas. Because as we know, we all think differently. We all have a different twist and viewpoint from things. And maybe I'll pick up something that'll help me. You know, for years, Julie was kind of harassed me. Man, you're always reading books and you're always researching this and looking at this (laughs) online. Well, baby, I'm researching and looking and there's always going to be nuggets you pull away from things. Sure. You know, everything we do, there's something I can learn from. Absolutely. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's great practice to think, you know, you spend X amount of money on a book or something. You know, if you get that one idea, if you just find that one little nugget of gold out of there, well, then that book is worth its weight in gold, you know, if it's something that's actionable. You know, and listening to you talk about your your, your daily rhythm, I think mine, I'm, I'm actually almost the opposite because I, I cannot stand mornings. For some reason, that doesn't surprise I'm not a morning person. I get up <laughs> I get up right around 6.15 or so in the morning. I take my son to school, which is not a long drive, but just so I have a few mo- few minutes in the morning. Um, to just to be able to spend a little time with him before I drop him off at school, and then I come home. And but I'm, I'll tell you, man, I'm a little sluggish. Uh, I've just I've never been a morning person. And I, and my personal rhythm, <clears throat> I'll start, and I'm a slow burn. Man, light that candle and just let it do its magic, right? And it's and it's almost like if you've ever been on a roller coaster ride, mm-hmm. and you know how do roller coasters start? Yeah, they go up, slow up, slow yeah. up. Slow and that's too. and that's the captain. I'm sitting there going up, 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 and you can almost hear it, tick, 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 like you hear the roller coaster. I'm going up and up and up, 
And it's going to continue to build up till right around 11 o'clock. And then it'll plateau out. I might hit a dip somewhere in the mid-afternoon because, again, lunchtime carbs. It just depends on what I'm putting in my face for, for, for lunchtime. Um, but then I, where a lot of people start to come down, you know, maybe following dinner time or so, mm-hmm. I'll plateau out at, the, at that low level again. But then, sure enough, right around six or seven, like clockwork, I'm climbing up again. Because, and I've found, and even more so, mentally alert and mentally awake, <clears throat> I find myself even more so than I am in the mornings. Hmm. Until I get to right around, I don't know, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock or so, and it might plateau out. Now, the funny thing about that, though, is that it, it, it hits this crescendo right around 10 30 or so, <laughs> 11 o'clock. And then whoosh, down I go. You hit the clip. I huh? hit the clip and I'm going over. I am hit the Tom Petty because I'm free falling, baby. It's <laughs> it's game over. And I might go to bed because I'm stubborn like that. I'm like a little five-year-old. I might go to bed, but I don't wanna. And I might stay up. Yeah. But you but that it's it's a you put a fork in me and I'm done. So that's my that's my <laughs> daily my daily uh, rhythm myself. And I know to keep myself um, I find when I'm the most sharp, I gotta find myself in really kind of one of a couple of ways. It's obviously when when I'm taking in nutrition, you know, and I'm supplementing and doing the right things for my body. If I'm if if I'm stuffing my face all day with fast food, probably not feeling great. You know, that's not not real food. You know, um, but overall, if if I'm not eating the right foods, I'm going to feel real sluggish. Versus if I'm eating things that are that are more natural, drinking water, things like that, I'm feeling pretty good. Also, for my own mental clearness, I know for myself, I'm kind of like you though too. I have to read, and I I notice that if I'm if I'm diverting myself <clears throat> from reading, if I'm letting Netflix kind of take over, and there's some good stuff on Netflix, but if I if if I'm diverted, if I'm binge watching Netflix, or I'm you know I'm doing something that's just zoning out, and I'm not developing myself, I feel myself starting to get mentally sluggish. I'm I'm running empty on ideas or I'm just running empty on motivation. So I have to get into books or you listen to a lot of podcasts. My jam is more listening to some of the online interviews with the Tom, the Tom Billy's or the Lewis Howes or the Brendan Burchards and checking those videos out, which of course video form of a podcast, obviously. Absolutely. So, so I'm, I'm taking in that content and that's what, that's a lot of what keeps me sharp um and also renewal i think you got to have time for renewal you you know where you're you're blown and going and you're going 100 miles per hour at some point you're going to blow out you you mm-hmm. can't people I, I i smile when i hear people say oh you know i'm always at 110 percent well you're on a fast track for a mental breakdown you cannot it's impossible to be 110 percent for that long 100% might be one thing, but even then, you got to slow down. You got to have a renewal. You got to recharge the batteries, time with family, time with friends, um, take a vacation, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's that, that's on the high end. So, what about when you know, though, and maybe it's just the, the, the flip side of that, and maybe it's just the opposite. When do you, when do you find that you are not as sharp? Hmm. Well, I agree with you. I can almost always, as I go back, you know, in my awareness and my self-awareness, I dig back to see, okay, what was different then when I was hyped up and ready to go and energetic and over here where I'm sluggish and just not feeling it today? What's going on? Many times, because I've, over the past probably two to five years, I've been much more conscious of my diet. Many times, you nailed it when you mentioned earlier, the carbs mm-hmm. or those really um, complex foods that your body has to work harder to break down, which typically is carbs, you know, your breads, your pastas, those kind of things. 
when I get onto that track, I can definitely tell a difference in my body. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. When I was younger, I didn't notice it as much. But I would tell you probably in the past five years or so, it's like, man, why am I sluggish today? What's going on? And as I kind of backtrack, that's typically what it is. And you mentioned that when your conversation right there, you mentioned a couple of things that made me come up with some more questions about diet related mm-hmm. to our mental health and also renewal. You know, yeah. so let's back up to that a little bit and kind of flesh <clears throat> it out somewhat. You know, when it comes to renewal specifically, Scott, what is it that you do? Is it something on a regular basis? Is you kind of play it by ear based on what's going on? What is yeah. it for you? You know, and that was really a, for myself, one of the big things that folks can do is take a vacation, of course. Then you go on a vacation and you need a vacation from the vacation because you're wiped out, you're wore out and broke. Um, and and so there's there's need from that. And I was, for years, I didn't take a vacation. Like last year, 2017, I took two one-week stretches, one-week-plus stretches, and mm-hmm. hadn't done that in years. Well, you were in commission sales for a long time, so a if lot you of took that. off, yeah. you weren't making money. Right? Oh, no, that was stuck, yeah. <laughs> so you're not – yeah, it's not a good situation when you know when you want to say, um, hey, I want to treat myself. And, my, and the bank account is saying, do not treat yourself, <laughs> okay? <laughs> it's not happening. Well, it's kind of a double way so, to find a quick side note in commission sales – Number one, you're not working, so you're not earning money. Right. Number two, you're on vacation or having fun, so you're spending money. That's right. So it's like a double it's, negative. Right it's like there, it's like you, you you done you done poked a hole in in the in the tub, you know. And so keep it going, babe. So <clears throat> so that's but I think vacations is one thing, and, and but well planned out vacations that allow for that time sure. of renewal, uh, and, and I think that's certainly important. I think for myself. And, and I realized about a year or two ago that certain things I have to be very intentional about, very deliberate, do it on purpose. And so for habits of renewal, I find myself, and, and some folks are real hardcore with their schedules. You look, you look at my Outlook. I use Outlook for my scheduling, and it looks like a bag of Skittles exploded because I'm all about the colors. And, and, and I know what it means when I look at it, exactly what I'm doing and where. Some people are very hardcore, though, about scheduling their family time or their personal time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's important, uh, I and, and I and I do that sometimes um, to make sure that uh, that I'm getting the proper time that I need uh, with others. But but really and truly, it's just being deliberate about it. I know that for myself, I want to try to spend 15 minutes or so in the evening um, to to not think about work, to not think about responsibilities. Just 15 minutes. Well, just 15. That's sometimes that's all I need okay. Be- because it, because if I start taking longer than that, I start I start finding things to do. Okay. You know, like my gotcha. mind starts to wander, and gotcha. then, and then instead of focusing on one thing, and one of the things I have is I might read a devotional. You know, um, I, yeah. I have a strong faith life, and so spending time in a in a devotional, or spending time in in uh, the Bible, or spending time uh, in prayer. Uh, sometimes it'll be about writing goals down or writing ideas down. I have a journal. Uh, I don't I probably don't use it nearly as much as I want to, but but I have a journal that I do record thoughts and ideas. So those are things that I do. Uh, if there are times when I'm out out in the field and, and I work in sales now, if I'm out in the field and it's a rough day, I pull over, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I pull over somewhere. Um, usually I carry I have a bottle of water with me. I'll crack open a bottle of water and I'll put on uh, some relaxing music. I'll cue up Spotify and uh, you know pipe that into the car. And so I have different things that I do, and it's it's not um, some of it's planned, some of it's just. As it comes, you know, okay. and, and just when you when you when you feel that it's necessary, but I think it's important for folks to find what works for them, and 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 if you and when you find that it works for you, for, by by all means make it happen. 
Absolutely. You know, people, oh, people, people, people get strung out. And I'm thinking, and, and we, we, you know, you and I talk about business a lot, but in terms of per, your personal life too, yeah, you know, parents and, you know, and I know, uh, you know, and this might touch a nerve. I know a lot of single parents and they're, you know, they're, they're very much about the kids and they're constantly busy with the kids. You got to find some way, somehow, and they're so devoted. And I get that because I'm a single dad myself, but you're, they're so devoted to the kids, but they're, but they're strung out and they're wore out. They're not mm-hmm. taking any time, so that's why I also say fifteen. Man, just fifteen minutes could could just make a difference. You know, go right. for a walk, go do something, but yeah, find yeah. something that's gonna take a load off your shoulders, give you a little mental break. Um, you know, the house probably won't burn down, and I don't know they're kids, but and you know, <laughs> you know, but you see what I'm saying. So find no, something, no. but but you, but if I could offer any kind of encouragement, make it happen. You got to do it. Oh, I agree. Well, and if, you know, me and Julie have had that conversation many times. Is that you know. If we're not healthy and we're not have our minds right, we don't have our physical bodies right. We're not good for anybody or anything. That's right. Work, yeah, that's exactly family, it. Anything else? Yep. Now I do think that can, you know, some people people can be a little too selfish and you know sure. too far. With oh that. yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. I mean, I love to play golf. I probably could play you know two or three times a week if I really wanted to, but that's just not you know in my framework now with the schedule I have and the life that I have. But sure. Once I get a little freer, then maybe freer. I can play some more <laughs> financially free, sure, physically yeah. free, all those good things. And and that goes back to whatever whatever works for you, you know. Yeah, I will tell you one thing on myself though. As I mentioned, I've really been much more intentional about my diet over the past few years. Yeah. Been able to drop a few pounds, but I've also experimented with you know things that I've listened to and read. As far as trying to keep my, my cognitive brain really paying attention and being stronger and more healthy. And I know you've uh, I've made some for you. You've tried it out, but you're not a big fan. But Bulletproof Coffee, and this is not a plug. There's no sponsorships here. But, you know, <laughs> yes. the idea when you, I mean, you add, you know, it's basically your black coffee with some grass-fed butter and some uh, coconut oil or MCT oil. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I would tell this to anybody listening, is that if you took a week. Yeah. And had that every single morning for a week, you would see a significant difference in your mental cognition. I promise you, you would. Because whatever it is about it, and it, you know, it's the healthier fats, you know, your brain works off of that a little bit better, they say. And I found it to be remarkable. I mean, I think you can buy the stuff at Whole Foods. I like brewing my own and fixing it because I think it's a little better than theirs. But I think it's really a big help. The other thing I have tried in the past, and I've gotten away from it for some time now when I uh, ran out basically was a uh, L-theanine, and again this is me. It's oh, L-theanine. Morgan, yeah, yeah, yeah. L-theanine. Sorry, yeah. excuse my pronunciation. But, there. I thought you were going like, you know, <laughs> something on Telemundo. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what that was a character. L-theanine. Right. Yes, right. It's a supplement. You can get it the powder form. My son actually turned me on to. It seems to work better. Again, and we are not doctors, and we do not play them on this podcast or on television. God, no. So please talk to your doctor before you do anything crazy like this. That's the asterisk in the italics there. Exactly. Please consult your doctor before trying this regimen. That's our disclaimer at the bottom of this podcast. Yes, thank you. So those are the things I think, you know, just from a mental standpoint, you know, and I think too, but have you found anything kind of leading into this, anything diet-wise, Scott, that's kind of helped you? You know, and I know, as you know, both if we're taking care of the physical body, the brain is going to get help too, I think. 
But if you found anything specific that's kind of helped you from a mental clarity standpoint, uh, diet-wise, anyway. <laughs> I know that the value menu does not a good diet make. <laughs> this much I know, okay? That's both physically and mentally, <laughs> right. I'm assuming you're saying? So I, I, think, I think for myself, I think for myself, um, you know, really going as natural as possible. I think, I think our bodies are, are made for, as they are for a reason. And so I think that just staying as natural as possible. Now, I'm not going to go so far as to say, ah, you got to be vegan or you got to go, you know, non-GMO or you got to go organic. It's, that, that's a preference, okay? That's not my, that's not my area. Um, but I will tell you that I, I think just staying as natural as possible is important. I think um, supplementing the right way because just face it, I mean it's just a it's just a physical fact. You don't find as many nutrients in in your in your foods and your vegetables and everything mm-hmm. um, uh, as you as what used to be. I don't think I think a lot of that's out of so the proper supplementation, finding what works for you. I think a good omega three uh, also helps it too. I can I can really tell um, if I'm not if I'm not up on my taking my omega threes and that's usually a fish oil supplement of some kind. Uh, if I'm not up on that. Um, you know, I don't find that uh, I'm operating at that efficiency too. But I think overall, it really is a balance. You gotta, you gotta do a little bit of this. You gotta do a little bit of that. And and I, I knew somebody who who kept a little more, oh, no, no, a lot more regimen. Kept a spreadsheet, really? um, and 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 literally kept the spreadsheet on her fridge or on the door of her cabinet and marked off all the things you know, you know, for the day. This is what I gotta eat. This is what I gotta take. And boom, 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 boom. And look, hey. Go for it, girl. You know, if it works for you, those those type A personalities out there, make that happen. Gotcha. So that's, you know, that's nutrition. You know, I I think for myself, just kind of bringing it together in a nutshell, ways to just keep that mind healthy. Mm -hmm. And again, we're not talking about disorders. We're not talking about ADHD. We're not talking about anything like that. We're talking about daily uh, mental clarity. Um, Again, I think the the reading is very important. I I just think you got to keep sharp. Um, you know, reading something, and, I, and I'm not even much, I don't really much care what you're reading. I'm into personal development. I'm into, you know, nerdy stuff. I like the development. I like biographies. I like business. That's my jam. Some folks would rather just read a good novel. Go for it. But you're taking in information, and it's a lot different than watching something on the TV because I think you're processing it out a little bit differently. So reading, the nutrition, sleep is so important. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my Achilles heels too because I, for a long time I, I told myself, ah, I can I can get by on six hours of sleep. And I've been functioning okay. Over the last month and a half, though, I've, I've tried to – because they, they tell you they – Tell you the doctors, someone whoever studied this, researchers, yes, so researchers. Who knows? They tell you, uh, or the folks sleep, selling a mattress, um, <laughs> they're telling you you got to have eight hours of sleep. Okay, it's just it, but it is it is proven. You got to have it now. Everyone's a little different, but all, <clears throat> overall, average, generally, human beings need eight hours of sleep. I know for myself, for a long time, I got between five and six. I think in the last month, month and a half, I've been successful at, at actually adding about an hour and being up to right around seven hours of sleep mm-hmm. because I've, I've had to deliberately try to shut down because my, my brain was pinging, 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 pinging at that time as we talked about with, with my sleep cycle uh, so or my, my activity cycle. So I think more sleep is important. Um, and also there's this idea, Richard, as we, as we uh, explore this a little more and begin to wrap up, also guarding your mind. Oh, absolutely. I believe in it 100%. You know what? You, you were sharing with me a resource earlier um, about um, input or, or, or the, the idea between, between a fixed mindset, growth mindset, and guarding your mind. Right, right. Carol Dweck wrote a book, Mindset, 
And she really talks about two things, and this is very research-based. I believe she's a researcher either with Harvard or Stanford, some of those you know big, fancy colleges, that talked about the idea of a growth mindset versus a fixed. Fixed hmm. meaning that you, know, you believe that things are the way they are, that's the way they're going to be, and they're not going to change. Whereas a growth mindset says, you know what, this is how they are, it's the reality of where I'm at, but you know what, I believe that I can make a change in that. I believe that, sure, my kids may be acting up right now at the age they are, but I believe that they're going to get better at that. I believe that I can, you know, talk to them in a way to inspire them to be better. That you believe that things can be better and be different even, mm -hmm. you know. So it's, it's kind of a, it's a tough line to walk, I believe. And I think in some cases, if we're not careful, we can slip into a fixed mindset, whereas the growth mindset is really the place you want to be if you want to continue to improve, increase your performance, sure. and be a better person over the long haul, I believe. Yeah. Because it's just that little bit of you know belief and faith that you know I can do more than what I'm doing and I can be better than what I am. And the research shows that if you look, you know, let's just use a parenting standpoint, the parents that have more of a growth mindset, their kids will grow up to be more productive in society. Whereas mm -hmm. the folks with a fixed mindset, those do typically come into play, you know, kind of plateau off or, you know, they may be stuck in a, the lower income poverty level in some cases. It just depends. But research shows that growth is definitely the better way to be if that's your trajectory and what you want to be. For you sure. know, I, and I think I think that you, you have to you, you have to want it. Agreed. I think I think it was Napoleon Hill who said that the starting point of all achievement is desire. Correct. Uh, and, and I think that you, it's really the, the, the foundation in, in, of that is desire. You have to want to grow. You want to have to achieve. And it's all subjective. What is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you want to do? It's all subjective. But I, I know for myself, I was pretty content for a long time with a fixed growth. I mean, I've always valued education. But I don't think I've really doubled down on the growth mindset until maybe the past <laughs> five, six years. Mm -hmm. Um Go ahead. Well, something you mentioned earlier, Scott, before the podcast, we were just kind of running ideas off each other. You mentioned that you had a, a, a stretch in which you, were, you found yourself very pessimistic. It was bad, dude. And I'll tell you. It, tell it, us about it. How did well, you get out of it is the real question. Well, and I found myself overall very pessimistic. And you have folks that will say, well, you know, uh, there's a difference between pessimism and optimism and realists, you know. Mm -hmm. And a lot, of folks, a lot of folks will say, well, I'm a realist, but they're really pessimistic. I happen to believe that I'm a realist. You know, an optimist sees the glass as half full. The pessimist sees the glass as half empty. I see it as I've had some. I might need a refill. <laughs> Get the waitress back over. It's sweet tea. No lemon. Stuff. Thank you very much. So, but I found myself, it just, it, I, was, I was actually fooling myself and thinking I was a realist, but it was more pessimistic. And I don't know what led me to that standpoint. I, I wasn't, I wasn't um, firing on all cylinders, I think, successfully mm. in my career at the time. Right. I was just having a hard time personally with some areas. And, but I also realized, and, and I didn't realize, it, it came through watching Darren Hardy used to be the publisher of Success Magazine. He's got some really great uh, books. Uh, the Entrepreneur's Roller Coaster is, is one of them. Yeah, the Compound Effect. Compound is Effect That's is another, a well. very good book, mm -hmm. Compound Effect. Uh, no longer with success, but I came across a video that he, uh, a presentation he made a few years back, and it was on YouTube. And he talked about the negative effects of media consumption. Because let's face it, when you turn on the media, what do you hear about? Wars, poverty, 
politics. God, you can't be in America today without the, the politics. Fire and, and, shootings. You know, fire shooting, you know, mass yes. everything. There's and then maybe it'd be a little bit of positive, right? right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like a it's it's just ridiculous. And I found myself consuming mass media a lot at that point. I'm not saying that was the only thing that was that was causing it, but it was an influence. So he he advocated in that in that presentation turning that off, turning off the mass media and p- applying a filter to your life and I'm, I'm really kind of condensing that and just giving you the gist. So I actually sat down and started thinking about what am I taking in because there's an old expression garbage in garbage out. That's right. So I started thinking about my influences and what was in my circle and what was having an impact on my life. I found a lot of mass media, a lot of negative influence just on the TV. Um, I found that not everybody, but there, there, there were a handful, a few people here and there that I, that I was talking to a lot that were very negative. Nothing about life was great. Nothing. Everything was was a, a depressing and a bummer. And you know, Jim Rome uh, or somebody, as you mentioned earlier, said, and I agree with that you're about the average of five the five people that you hang around with the most. Yeah. You know, so I realized mm-hmm. that I was spending a lot of time with some very negative people. And taking in very negative content. I wasn't one of them, was it? No, dude. You're awesome. Well, the just best day. Make sure. Just one of the best days of the last seven years for you is when you met me at Toastmasters. That is true. I it am was a, bl- a pretty phenomenal day. I remember it vividly. I, I was, I was, I was pleased for you to get to know me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I started thinking about all these different influences, and I said, "Let me start to shut these off." I stopped watching the TV on the nightly news. Very good. Stop doing it. Shoot, I stopped reading the newspaper. Um, you know, that's not to say on my phone I don't have an app for that. I got an app and for local news. I got an app for national news that I can check in when I when when I want to see it. Uh, I started being a little more selective about the people in my immediate circle. Now I had I had some really good folks that were in that circle, but I wasn't accessing as often as maybe some of the negative. So I started, so I started, and not that I hit the delete button on those relationships per se, but they ended up weeding themselves out of my life, you know, when I wasn't allowing so much because I realized that I was kind of joining in that misery. Misery loves company. No doubt. So I started refocusing on a more positive circle of folks. Uh, social media, uh, you know, I, I stopped following folks that were just absolutely negative and just constantly complaining on, on social media and, and I found myself over that month and then moving forward, I found my mindset started to change. Started to change. That's also, awesome. yeah, and I, and I also started focusing more on my faith life. That, that's a bit, definitely a big part of that too. I agree. You know, so I think that all of those components working together really allowed me to, you know, kind of lift the veil and to, to be a lot more positive. Still the realist, and it's called the the Stockdale paradox. You read about that in, in good degree, good degree right? Yes, you know, but the whole idea that you got to temper, you got to you know, you got to temper the optimism with the current reality. But even mm-hmm. with that, you still have this optimism that you can look forward to, and there's a better day ahead. So, and that's the whole growth mindset. Yeah, that fixed that fixed mindset says life sucks, it's boring, nothing's ever going to get better. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's your reality. I hate saying that's your truth. That's your reality check. And how's that working out for you? I that's always want right. to ask them. How is that working out for you today? And I will tell you that since then, and we're not. I'm not going to say that my life has turned has done this huge one. It doesn't. It's not even about that. 
it's just about the mindset because the, a lot of the things that I once saw as impossible, I now see as possible. Absolutely. So That's good stuff. Good stuff. So I so the moral of the story there is remember garbage in, garbage out, but you gotta apply a filter to what you're paying attention to. Get off of the social media. Social media is fine, it's great to keep up with some folks. Mm-hmm. Be choosy about and you don't have to unfriend people on Facebook. Maybe mm-hmm. stop following them though if they're if they're getting under your skin, you know. Right. Turn just saying. notifications it's, off. It's you know, it's not that that I was censoring myself at that point. It was just that, you know what, I know that this stuff upsets me a little bit more than it should. Right, right. So I need That's to be more sense. selective, yeah. Well, hey, Scott, as we try to kind of look to bring this podcast in for a landing, how do we look at these these topics? So, so, we, so we talked about mindset. We talked about peak states as far as, you know, when are we are at our best throughout the day. We talked about sleep. Uh, we talked about, as you just mentioned, you know, uh, should we maybe filter out some of the media or stuff that we're doing and put some filters in our life to keep the negative out, keep yeah. the positive in? Uh, we talked a little bit about diet, a little bit about renewal, you know, knowing yep. when we should kind of slow down and take a minute or a day or a weekend or something and kind of reboot ourselves. How do you think, if we look at all of these pieces, what are one, maybe two areas that someone could focus on to maybe make the most impact? Yeah. So I think I think when you when you play back that list of the different areas, you know, and and again, reading, nutrition, sleep guarding your mind, the mindset that you have. I think it's important that when you're trying to implement and implement for change, and this this is one of the things that we do with Maximize You. We, we don't want to just give you information and for you to nod your head and go, yeah, that's far out. We want you to do something with it, okay? Absolutely. So the idea here is some kind of an action item. So what I would encourage folks to do, and because everybody's different, I'm not going to say, you got to do this one thing. You pick the one thing. Don't do two, don't do five, don't do all of them because you'll never it'll never happen. It's almost like, New Year's resolutions. You try to do 50 things, not a one of them, not a blessed one of them is going to pan out. So I think what you do is you take the one thing, pick your one thing. Either say, hey, I'm going to find a good book and I'm going to read a chapter a day. Whether it's a novel, whether it's some kind of personal development, the Bible, something, get into it. I'm going to read this an hour a day. Or, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do my best to try to cut out some of the fast food that I eat or more water. You should be getting at least at least eight glasses of water. That's on average. If you're kind of a bigger hoss like me, you're going to need some more water. But you're going to try some more water. Sleep. Getting some more sleep. Guarding your mind. Maybe there's somebody... Um, maybe there's somebody on Facebook or Instagram that is just, just getting your goat. Or maybe it's something that you're, you're watching a little too much nightly news and it's dragging you down. Get off of that stuff. Shut it off and go read something instead. But I want you to pick one and just one thing. Only one thing. And not just pick the one thing. I want you to write it down. I want you to write down what it is, what this mindset is, and it includes basically three things. Number one, what's the mindset that I now have? Where am I right now? Number two, where do I want to go? What is the change that I want to see? And number three, what's the thing, the one thing that can help me to get there? Notice I didn't say that's going to get you there. I said it's going to help to get you there. So what's the one thing? Are you going to read a chapter a day this week before you go to bed or at some other point, maybe during lunch? Pick the one thing and make that happen. But write it down and not only write it down, but put it somewhere where you're going to see it. I'm a fan of the bathroom mirror. I got an idea on that one too. I just started using it myself recently. Yeah. Expo markers are yeah. fantastic. That's that's the is that the dry erase markers? Exactly okay. right. So if you don't have one at home, grab one, go in your mirror and write down what that one thing is you're gonna do for the next seven days. 
Sweet. What is that? Write it on your mirror, big and bold. Sure. You see it every single morning when you get up, provided you're brushing your teeth and combing your hair, then I guess that'll help a lot too, but <laughs> stick it up there. Now, if you want it to be more permanent and really going to burn it into your brain, use a Sharpie. Just write mm, it on there. Yeah, nice. It'll be there for a long a time. A very long time. All right. <laughs> but, but no, that's something I use it as a trick to uh, just kind of remind a, myself of different things and ideas I want to remember. That's a great idea. And and I, th- and I think we're, in any case... You got to write it down because Absolutely. if you if you say to yourself, "Hey, I'm going to do this," and you don't write it down, you will forget. That's not the thing you're going to think about when you get up in the morning. You're going to be thinking about fifty other things and not on your personal development. I our challenge to you is to get out of a fixed. If you're a fixed mindset person, that's okay. You know, there is no judgment, no condemnation. But if you're a fixed mindset person and you're wanting more out of life, you got to change the mindset. Absolutely. You can't, there's no way, it is impossible, impossible to achieve in life and to have a fixed mindset. You have to be open to growth. You have to be open to ideas. That's only going to happen if you have a growth mindset. So what we're trying to do is we're help, We're here, Maximize You is here to help you to develop that growth mindset. So pick something, that one thing, How do you, what do you, what's the current situation? Where do you want to go? What is it you're going to do to help to get you from A to B? And and to start trying it out, give it one day at a time. One day. They say it takes 28 days. They say 28 days to create or break a habit. Start doing it. You know, but but do it in little chunks. Set yourself weekly goals for that. That's right. Weekly that goals. Deal? Exactly. And I think you're right there, Scott. We just You've got to pick an action item that every day you're going to do. Here's another little trick for you. Set an alarm on your phone. Oh, that's so going to remind yep. you and in the alarm give it a different name don't yep. just have alarm go off which yep. I used to do for I'm like okay what was that for but oh <laughs> then I remember hey you can edit that dummy so I went in and I would edit it you know go and do this or get very yeah. specific about it to where it reminds you to do it maybe it's twice a day because I know in my business and, and in my life I get busy every day oh yeah and it's not intentional I want to be better I want to do these things but I get busy. I get taken away. I get yep. a phone call from a customer. It takes me 30 minutes to take care of it. Different things go on, and, and life just comes at you hard and fast. So you got to be able to control it, and I think that's a good way. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, that was a lot of good detail for, th- for this one, man. Awesome. Well, good stuff. we're going to wrap it up, and you guys have a great night. We're going to come back and see us again. Remember, www.maximizeyou.net. Right. Go out there and check us out, and we'll be out there and... Come back and see us. Give yep. us some comments. What'd you like? What you didn't like? Don't worry. You won't hurt our feelings. We got tough skin. But tell <laughs> us. Give us some critiques. And what do you want to hear about next time? Absolutely. So this is the captain. And this is the wolf. And we appreciate y'all. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>